like this cow. It's kind of one of those things, it's like the duck. You know, you see a duck in the water, right? The duck looks like it's cool, but the duck's freaking working hard under the water. Wow, I'm working hard, working hard. That's how our place is. We look cool, but we're working hard. So, zero to 10, how much fun are you having in 2020 so far? Let's, let's just, we'll go around the room. Uh, you know, I remember I was watching uh, John Oliver's show last week tonight. I think it was for the year 2016. And he had this big, like, uh, season finale. Like, oh, crap, 20, 2016 such a horrible, horrible year. These things happen. These things happen. Let's burn it and uh, start new. I feel like, like this year has been insane, right? Yeah, it is definitely not like one I ever remember. It's, I have no idea. It's been weird. It's been weird. Um, so weird that things like murder wasps were only uh, a blimp in our season. A filler episode, as some people are saying, um, for, the, for the season that is 2020. Um, are you any of you guys community fans? Ooh, missed me on that one. Ooh. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Well, Thirty Rock here recently. I don't know if that's something you mess with. There you go. I like Thirty Rock. I'm a big fan of Thirty Rock. Um, it is amazing how less PC they had to be in 2006. Isn't it not that <laughs> far away? Right? Not that far. Just what? A little bit over. What? Yeah, yeah. Dang, Thirty Rock has been on for out for ten years. Yep. That's crazy. Is it, it still going? No, no, they stopped. No. But um, I was going to reference Community, now that I know you guys have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Uh, there's an episode, uh, and it's, it's, it's a study group at a community college. Donald, Donald Glover's in it, uh, Joe McHale, uh, Ken, uh, Ken Jong, I think, is, is in it too. Um, and there's a bit where um, they roll a dice, and one of the characters is like, um, uh, oh, uh, you know, if... You, when you play the game of chance with rolling a dice, you create all these alternate possibilities and alternate universes. And they go in, into a bit of like, this, this is the most dangerous universe. This is the most, the most evil universe. And there's a bit where there is the dumbest universe. And we, we think about 2020 and it's hard to believe that it's hard. It's not hard to believe that we, it, we could possibly be in the dumbest universe. Um, so how does that make you guys feel as healthcare providers that we, we could be living in the dumbest uh, timeline. That whole thing just reminds me of like the men in black. Uh, is it the third one where they have that guy that like sees the alternate realities and it's like, Oh, if the Red Sox would have played it this way, they would have done this or whatever. It's like yeah. if one little thing changes. It's like, I don't know who messed up or checked the wrong box, but this timeline we're on, I'd like to get off of it real quick. Yeah. Did somebody like, did somebody go back in time and step on a butterfly and there's a cascade of events that, that are now set to unfold, you know? Um, but yeah. Is there anything at this point that would shock you happening in 2020? In 2020. I mean, aliens, that would be, you know, actual official alien contact. I know there's some, there's some uh there are some glimpses of that of some air force video right with with a a tic-tac looking uh structure that like moves really quick i don't know if you guys saw that um 
that dropped that leaked a couple years ago. But I think Alien Contact would be like, okay, I see you, twenty twenty. You're you're coming with you're coming with your uh, your content now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what, what about for y'all? Aliens, definitely. Aliens. I'm, you know, just waiting on the day that that aliens come, and in a way screw everything up but also make all these things also fix everything so here's so so let's go through some hypothetical questions um because it's almost too painful to talk about the actual shit but we'll get there um one do you think uh extraterrestrials aliens know we exist and are choosing not to fuck with us or are we have we truly like not been contacted yet let's see uh, uh what's that What's the what's the name of this idea? That's from the, I know got, South Park had a bit on that. Yeah, it's got an idea of like if there's aliens, why are they not there? Where is everyone? It's yeah. it's called because we're a grade F civilization that is destroying look itself. At you, you I'm, I'm just I'm just bullshit. Right now. You are great. Like there's like certain there's like levels right, and that like there's one like the next levels of the people that can like harness the the energy of the sun. Yeah, and like make it into a uh, energy machine for us what it how, a, how bad would it suck to be below the curve on that like there's other civilizations that, that like got it and they're like in the intergalactic league of success and fruitfulness and we're just like oh we don't like people that look different than us i i just i do think that that's a possibility I think that that's a possibility. Here's okay. Here it is. Here's the answer. I think that aliens are out there, and they have made contact, Damn. but they're they're not trying to do like a whole lot with us. You know, they're kind of letting it be a little laissez faire. Laissez faire. Le- oh, are you are you Cajun? You see that? You see that? Now I, I thought will you were say, my cousin for a second. <laughs> I'm not willing to die on the on the hill for that, right? No. So, I mean, it's such a thing that. What do you think? You think that the aliens are waiting for us? I think, man, it's a, I, So if there is some true data that we got visited by that little tic tac floating around, why does this like sound like a Joe Rogan podcast now, right, Tyler? And uh, you know, uh, you know, and and what did they gather enough information just from being in our atmosphere to be like? Oh, this is a fucked up like great F civilization. Can't touch down here. Keep it moving. We'll make we'll we'll check back in fifty years. Yeah, I think that's exactly kind of what they're doing. They're just yeah. kind of like, oh, what's, what's up? And then like, yeah, we'll just keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Trace, what do you think? What do you think? You think that they're have they made contact? I think they probably have at some point, but they just don't want to mess with us right now. Like maybe they're, maybe they're waiting for something like 2020 to make contact at the end and just come in and be our savior. They just overrule us with everything when they come in and fix COVID and humanity. Would you be okay if, if aliens came down and they just took over our government and was like, you guys, like we've been watching you from the intergalactic committee. Uh, It's really atrocious. We, you know, against our better judgment, we decided to step in, you know, for lack of a better uh, term, like we're your overlords now. Um, we, we don't appreciate that. Take me to your leader bit that you guys have been doing. It's, it's, you know, we, we, we find that offensive, but, um, 
what did you like would we be okay with that if we're like hey guys we're gonna promise you a utopia but you do have to worship zorborg our alien god i'd call him daddy how <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> chase has been hanging out in the south too much yes Golly. daddy alien daddy zorborg daddy zorborg uh yeah yeah Guys, how do we fix injustice? How do we fix all the injustices that's, uh, that's going on right now? Um, and I, I ask you this, uh, knowing that this is a physical therapy podcast um, that is focused on comedy. So our listeners are going to be listening. They're going to be, they're going to be looking for answers now, right? Um, We're we, experts. We're, We're experts. experts on this situation, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh you know it's uh i mean it's it's this you know people are talking about this we i've been in some conversations we've been in this week has been we've had a lot of conversations with with friends family members and and people that don't necessarily agree um with uh with with some of my stances with some of with some things i believe um and it's just been interesting it's been interesting to see people's trains of thought in and what they, what they, what they explicitly say, and what they implicitly um, say, uh, and um, I just think I just think it. There's something weird. There's something weird when people can't identify their own racism. Neil Brennan, uh, who's a white comedian that's that's worked on the Chappelle Show, uh, he po- he made an Instagram post. And it's basically talking about like, hey, you have to own the fact, you have to own up to the fact that you're racist. We're all racist to some degree, right? Um, just due to the nature of our lizard brains and of course society. Like, but you have to, you have to have that conscious competence to check yourself and to say, ooh, why did I have that thought? Why did I say that? Why did I think that? And just like, we know education we, we start with unconscious competence. You don't, you don't know what you don't know. And then we move to conscious competence. Then we move, or then we move to, uh, what is it? What is it, Tyler? What are the four blocks again? Unconscious competence. Yeah. Conscious Trace, competence. What, is, what is it, Trace? Um. <laughs> you just, you just <laughs> pivoted. You pivoted so hard. How many times have we went over this? So, I don't even so, know what you're talking about. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This I would is assume a big from what thing. you're saying, though, it'd be like conscious competence unconscious incompetence unconscious unconscious competence i don't know like he knows it and he doesn't even he didn't even have it in school like us so yeah unconscious incompetence is the first block you are unaware of the of this the skill and you lack and you lack proficiency unconscious competence when you when performing the skills become automatic conscious incompetence you are aware of the skill but not yet proficient in the conscious competence you are able to use that skill but with only effort so it's been applied. You Google search that. Oh, I was really reading off quickly. of a phone, 100. Yeah, yeah, you killed it. You, you did great <laughs> 100%, though. It's kind of good. But we we can take that and apply it to to racism in America right now. Uh, with with there's some people that um would get so offended if if you were to say, hey, that what you said there was racist or that belief is racist, um, or they have a difficult time understanding why saying all lives matter can be a, is offensive right now and is hurtful right now compared to saying black lives matter. 
I would, I would put those, those people into that unconscious incompetence phase, right? They don't know. They don't know what they don't know. And the goal is hopefully we, we bring people, we move people along these phases that have traditionally been thought of, of, a, of you know, academics and learning manual therapy skills, right? And hopefully we get them at least into a, a, pl- a place that they're unconsciously competent. The, to make a reference, I don't know if you guys were following Drew Brees, right? Drew Brees made, he took so much shit. And, uh, you know, for, for, for not, not, not explicitly um, tackling or, stay, or, you know, talking about these issues, but kind of pivoting and talking about the importance of the American flag and, and just disregarding the pain of the black community, um, which super sucks because most of his teammates are black and he lives in one of the best cities or he's a quarterback for one of the best cities in the world, New Orleans, um, which as our former mayor famously stated is a chocolate city uh, during Hurricane Katrina, which that's, that's a whole nother story. Um, so he quickly went from unconscious incompetence of, you know, somebody saying the person that can't say, I understand, Hey man, I don't understand. I'll never understand. Um, you know, let's, I'm going to figure out how I can be a better ally. He quickly went from not understanding that to understanding that after he got called out. So maybe that can be a reference for some people. Um, guys, did that make sense to y'all? What, how I, we were breaking down that, that chart. Definitely. Definitely. Um, if someone out there hasn't been exposed to the idea of um, understanding you have a predetermined bias in a lot of situations. For me, I don't know how, how you guys feel, but for me, that was a big revelation in life because uh, I, I feel like it, maybe it's a little bit easier to say, hey, rather than saying like, hey, you have an underlying racism that you need to understand that you're, I don't want to say born into, but like some sort of social, you know, to, to, to say, hey, you have a predetermined bias and in a lot of situations you need to pause and recognize that and make an effort not to just completely dive into that. That was for me, Jared uh, and Trace in, in PT school, that was a lesson that I will never forget. Are you saying PT school help you be less racist? <laughs> it's like it's critical thinking skills though right it's just like like people talk shit about like all right you got to use evidence-based knowledge and and just because you think e-stem is working and reducing somebody's pain we have to take all these other factors into account it's the same yeah it's that same concept of of critical thinking skills that hopefully we can help and you know bring people to understanding a little bit a little bit better understanding of implicit bias like we we're talking about um I was making a joke yeah. about PT schools. <laughs> Sorry, Trey. That's like, I had a buddy who did like a, he wrote like a blog that I had shared or posted and it was basically like always questioning what you know and being like, um, just like always evolving, I guess. And just because you've seen something in the world of medicine, it's real easy to see because it's constantly changing. But even in like your own life where if you're saying like, oh, I know I'm not racist, but someone tells you like you are, then it's like, well, you have to reevaluate. You can't just stick with what you know because then you're not willing to change. If someone else has a different viewpoint and it may come to the point that like you 
review the information that they have. You review your own thoughts of where you're at and you still come to that determination, but it's like having that ability to reflect is kind of the big thing. Like you're saying, it's making the effort to see their side as much as you can to the best of your ability. And I don't know when it's like, for me at this point, I'm just trying to take every step I can to move forward right now in 2020 as a whole. It's like, there's a lot of things that you can focus on. And all I'm really trying to do is take the next step forward, become a better person each day. And I wish kind of the world would do that. I know it's like, basically you're taking one side or the other constantly, but it's like, as a whole, humanity is trying to take the side of, you know, how do we move forward? How do we help? How do you listen to those are, that are involved in some sort of tragedy, assist them, learn from it, and keep it from happening again? Because there's really only one side when it all comes down to it, right? What side is that? The, the aliens. aliens. Yes! <laughs> Nicely done. Yes. Fellas. Nicely Yes. Done. All right, I have a question for you too. Um, no. Okay. That was a good, good shot. But hey, next week, maybe you'll. What is it? What is it? Okay. Um, with the idea, we, we, I don't know if we were recording at the time, but we we're talking about 30 Rock, how it wasn't so, um, I don't want to say PC, but, you know, they were saying some pretty testy things. And that was like, oh man, that was like 10 years ago. And the fact that my parents grew up with, you know, segregation, the black people use this water fountain. Or, and then the idea of, of, boy, how, how many years ago was it that people would, that the word like faggot or like that's gay, where that was like, I I, can't, I didn't even like saying it just then, right? But there was I, there was a time not I feel like it wasn't that long ago. No, no, that they were using that stuff a lot more often. Yeah, and and now it's like whoa, whoa, you can't be just be saying that stuff. So so, in terms of society moving forward and making the right steps, how how do you feel about the progression with that kind of stuff? yeah it seems like we're always going uh, you know a few steps forward a few steps back um it seems like maybe like the media in general like we talked about shows shows are getting better at about uh about using better language for all of our clinician friends uh we can make the comparison of words that that harm versus words that heal right we know we know words have power and they can they can hit super hard and they have there's so much baggage emotionally, historically with, with certain words, um, like the ones you just said, when they're, when they're used, uh, in, in certain ways. And yeah, I think so as far as like content and TV, it seems like we're, we're getting better. We're becoming more evolved, more progressive. Um, in, in situations like the highest, uh, the highest government position in the U S not so much we took some steps back, right. Uh, where, um, where, where we are we're promoting police brutality and and we're not using careful uh, word choice and we are creating a divisive and using divisive language 
Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's that, it's that game that we play. It's that, that back and forth, three steps back, two, or three steps forward, two steps back that we'll continue making until our alien overlords come to rescue us. Um, so that's, that's what I'm banking on. Um, all hail Zorborg. Uh, Trace, anything you want to Daddy. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Z. Daddy, Daddy Z. Let me suck on them alien milk jugs. And see, even just then, even just then, I didn't want to say titties because I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I know how this, I want this joke to land a certain way. I don't want to offend, um, I don't want to be that offensive to women with that joke. So I, I opted out, I opted for milk jugs instead of titties because oh, in my head I was like, Titties, I think, isn't gonna. That's gonna make it sound a certain way, yeah. and um, and again, I identify as a feminist as well. So, um, yeah, that's right. I went. I enrolled in two women's and gender studies classes in, at college, at LSU. Um, it was taught by a, a feminist alligator who was great. At LSU, half of our half of our academic staff were alligators and raccoons. Um, <laughs> see, I can make fun of the South. I can, I can do that. You yank, yeah, a Yankee can't do that. But no, um, so yeah, it's it's nothing. Nothing bad comes from being more careful about language, right? Because, um, because, yeah, I don't know words. Sorry, <laughs> somebody help me. So with with you bringing up the the president kind of not being careful with his words, his language, especially previously. Do you think he or really anyone at this point, like who's looking at 2020 November and it's like, you know what? Let me take the reins here. Like, I just feel like there's so much going on. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe Ooh. we should get like some sort of party on this. Like we'll get like 10 people or something to run it. Cause yeah, it's a lot, seems- a lot for one person. Right? <laughs> that was, that was the big joke of right. Like, Hey, if, if, if you're running to be the president of the U.S., what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, we, we shouldn't. No, if, you, if you're trying to get this position, we, you definitely shouldn't have it because something is wrong with you. Um, because we know, how, we know how difficult that job is. Um, we know the stress it takes on, on your body. And we know that regardless of the decisions you make, you'll probably end up leaving office as a war criminal. Uh, <laughs> that's a tangent. But, uh, but yeah, it's, um, I, I, that would be, how cool would that be? What would that be like an oligarchy, Trace? I think so. I think that's the right term for it. Yeah, that's, that's, what is that third grade, uh, social science is coming back at me? I, I think, uh, I think the United States, a lot of economists already say the uh, United States is like basically an oligarchy. I think yeah. it's like the Walmarts, Jeff Bezos and. Bill Gates yeah. and Elon Musk just figure out what we do moving forward. <laughs> Daddy Bezos. Daddy Bezos. And what the if Waltons. he's an alien? What if they're well, aliens? You know what? That would make a lot of sense. But that's what's that's that's basically like Scientology, right? But no, they kind of believe something else. Oh yeah, we're like the Theos, like we're like all like alien creatures waiting to go to someplace. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I'd be I'd be pretty much pumped about any sort of like religious belief other than like you just die and there's nothing there that I mean it, like send me off to Mars or something I'm like all right that's, I send, I'm in a polar ice cap for a thousand years and I get reincarnated as a god that's 
like and then i come I, back <laughs> and i help 2020 as D- daddy z, <laughs> daddy z. <laughs> dude, i do tyler i would pray to you so much if you were my god man you that's that so much fun <laughs> it's getting weird man <laughs> but yeah like you you put in 80 to 90 years of of hard work on a on a dusty ass rock planet with with some great people and some not so great people it's like what do you get to show for it you, you want to make you uh, turn into a god yeah that's all i'm looking for wanna i don't go, really understand what the big deal is i want to go super saiyan 3 on these motherfuckers yeah that's what's waiting for us i don't know what we're all holding back for you know if, what with, with those protests someone just needs to go down there really channel their inner chi and just fucking level up <laughs> go all the way i'm tired like you see batman's out there spider-man's out there where is it where are the saiyans at huh where? yeah huh? Where are the, you know. hashtag all saiyans matter wow yeah that's i said it wow. i said it that's wow. right i don't i don't care if i lose followers i don't care <laughs> <laughs> okay i wish i could I wish I could go with you on that. That's awesome. I've got something that I want to say to the public for anybody that's listening to this in the year 2030. Here's something that's factual. Yeah. Here's something that's factual. And I want to hear y'all's opinion. That's the South South coming out at me. Y'all's opinion is South shall rise again. You know that. That's right. In the year 2020, People are doing some protests. People are doing some wild things. But here's what I believe to be factual. And I can't believe that because that's opinion. This is factual. Is there is some wild police brutality happening in these last two weeks. There are videos coming out that just every day it's like turn on the, the social media or whatever. And it's like, whoa, whoa, this is really intense. Do you guys agree that there is some serious, crazy videos getting released right now of just um, uh, um, non – oh, God, what's the word? Where, where they don't need that that amount of police brutality. Excessive undeserved. Force, excessive use of force, yeah. Yeah, like undeserved police brutality, right? People that are like just kind of hanging out and it's just boom. Peace, yeah, they're peaceful protesting. Um if not just trying, we've seen the footage of, of these, you know, I, I don't even want to call them police officers. Uh, you know, these, these people that these mobs, these, these, these fully, uh, fully geared up mobs getting hyped up, charging people, charging an Australian, uh, a film crew beating the fuck out of them. Right. They're beating the fuck out of them. They're, they're beating up, they're beating up protest. They're beating up these peaceful protesters the all of it's fucked up and we and we're seeing it more and more because of social media the most fucked up one for me and and all of them hits hard but was the older gentleman the 75 year old older gentleman who they pushed down and you see him fall and you see blood you see blood coming out of his fucking ear hole and he's just laying there and they when they keep walking and they're like oh we fucked up and they just keep walking as as a healthcare provider if that doesn't make you do shit, right? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I think All the right. first couple times I watched that, I didn't notice the blood coming out of his head. And it was like, when I noticed it, it was like, oh, that's, 
that's a whole nother level. I've treated patients post fall with brain trauma. Like, and that wasn't a forced fall. Like that guy was knocked yeah. over for no, no real reason from what I saw. And it looked, it looked like one of the officers went to like check to see if he was all right. And then another officer was like, nah, keep it. <laughs> we got to keep it moving. Like, we got to keep it moving. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah. That. So, um, my girlfriend asked me about the video, and if you haven't seen the video in Austin of the the young man getting hit in the head with a bean bag, and they said he had, um, I think they classified it as a traumatic brain injury. And, you yeah. know, she asked me. She said, uh, you know, well, what does that mean? I said, well, it means a wide spectrum of things, but anyone out there who's treated or seen a traumatic brain injury knows that. You know, it, it it is a spectrum, but boy, can that can I mean, there's there's some things that can never. I mean, that that you are just next two years of that person's life. Like, who knows? Like, there are some really serious things that can happen from that. Yeah, that's like even playing sports in high school. It's like I remember getting concussions and like losing field of vision, throwing up, like having headaches, and I've never like no matter how hard I got hit, I could still stand up. Seeing that video where it's just like, doom, down. It's like, that is not good. That will not be good in the next several months, maybe several years. And it'll be interesting to see if they do any follow-up with any of these cases. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is for all these videos getting released. Cause it's like, you're making this known. Is anyone going to, like, are we going to figure out if these people are all right? Because some of them look like they really might not be. No, 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 man. Yeah, it's, and that's why we need more healthcare providers in government. Because as we're all healthcare providers, we immediately know what those brain injuries look like. Like, we all know, oh, you're not going to be the same again. You know? Um, yeah. But on that note, like also right now, like the good cops that are out there, like it's gotta be a terrifying time of like, cause think if you have a hundred people fully kitted, you're in, you know, battle gear, whatever, but you're looking up against a peaceful protest of 60,000 people that if it goes sideways, you it doesn't matter what you got so it's like the constant on edge too like i mean the other morning i was brushing my teeth and heidi came in and i didn't hear the door open and she's not usually up at 5 30 she spooked me and about got domed i was like what in the world are you doing awake right now <laughs> but it's like so there there's so many things of like how you said being aware of the other people's situation it's like there has to be a point where you're cognizant of, you know, there's a lot of police brutality. There's a lot of unwarranted things going on, but to do that job every day, like you see PTSD and people that were combat veterans, but you have cops that did 30 year careers and every day they're going out and not knowing if they're going to come home. So it's like right now, every, all part of that is heightened and you have like, you know, 
a lot of just chaos in the world. And on top of all that, you're supposed to stay covered because COVID's still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also a horrible virus that is still very much present. And who knows if we're all going to have to go back in quarantine in a few weeks. And it's, that's the other thing. I, another point I can bring up to this is that, um, you know, Trace, we were talking about, hey, take some fucking time off social media. Don't watch the news because we are, we are watching murder and trauma constantly. You know, if, if, you, if you follow a few certain accounts, that's all they post about. And it's, it's important to see it. We need to see it. It needs to be shown. But it's a fuck ton of stress. And um, figuring out how you manage that when you need to turn off and, and just do something mindless, like a video game or whatever. Um, yeah, that's, that's crucial for your mental sanity, right? Like, and Trace, you can talk, talk to that, talk about that more of, you know, how, what you needed, like, you know, not that I don't want you to get like too personal unless you feel comfortable, but like, just, Hey, I need to unplug cause there's too much fucked up shit. And we, we, as a, as a culture, <laughs> we've, it's that, it's that line of like, do you be like, how much desensitization can you have? Like, yeah, like some of the stuff you become numb to it over, over, a, you know, a certain bit of time. But um, at least right now it does feel like, like there is, there's a huge push to stop letting a lot of the stuff be the norm. And that's kind of, I think my main thing is it's, I don't want to become desensitized to police brutality and all the things that's going on. So constantly seeing it, it's like, I don't want that to become the new norm. So I felt like, you know, after this week and we're not super busy with patient care. So that means I'm more updated on social or YouTube or news articles or whatever it is like consuming content. And it's like, the goal of consuming content is to stay informed, but everything that I'm seeing, it's like, it's just reiterating the same message to a further extent. So it's like, if I unplug for a day or two, am I going to miss something crazy that goes on? Like maybe, especially right now, but it's been, the world has been so much quieter today having I think I have like six minutes of phone time, like active screen time. It's like, like this morning going and working out, going on a run, doing a couple things around the house and then like just chilled in the hammock for like an hour listening to the birds. And like, that was something that it's like, huh, the world's still going on, even though humanity is going crazy. And it was a beautiful day today. Like there are good things. And if you spend so much time caught up looking down in that screen, you're not going to see them. Like you're going to miss the good things that are happening. And it's important not to have that happen. Like at least to me, like I know a lot of people are saying like, it's our job to become as educated as we can to consume as much content so that we know what's going on. And it's like, honestly, I'm never going to know like what a black male or female has gone through. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like growing up in poverty like there's a lot of white privilege or just privilege in general like it doesn't have to be a color I've grown up fairly good to where that like I know where my next meal is going to come from things like that I accept that I know that I'm willing to learn but I'm going to do it like over time so I feel comfortable and I don't have a whole bunch of mental health go on because when it comes down to it like at the end of the day we're going to get through this as a society but you can 
do a lot to yourself by cramming home so much content of like you're saying brutality murder like it gets to the point where people are watching things that no one in humanity should have to see like yeah and now it's a norm to watch someone literally get kicked to death it's like no that shouldn't be like there's children that are watching these things on the news even you know as a middle-aged person it's like there's a reason that soldiers come back from war with PTSD because they watched somebody get beaten and bludgeoned to death and they now serve the, or they now have like 10 years of treatment trying to get over it. And we're trying to normalize that. Like there's, there's a lot of questionable things of like from COVID, we don't know what it's going to do. Watching people get beaten to death. We don't know how that's going to affect the American psyche. So it's like, you know what I do know if I lay out in a hammock and watch the birds, my day is going to go a little better. There you go. There you go. It's like, it reminds me of that cup analogy, right? That we talk about for patients. It's like, you know, here's your cup. We know stress. We know, you know, pain, uh, overloading, all that goes your cup. Make, make sure you're not overloading your cup, overfilling your cup. Um, and it's like, there's, there's so many, there's so many parallels with like, with, with, with rehab and, how we can, you know, how we can view mental health and, and what's going on with, with the public. Um, but yeah. We just got to, we just got to hang out in a hammock and look at the birds. And the good thing is like the good thing overall, we're still trending in the right direction, right? Like we're, we're having a flare up. We're having some inflammation, right? That that's a necessary process and you get through it. Um, uh, but yeah, like the overall, the numbers are trending in the right direction. So hopefully, they will continue. Yeah, because I, I, I do feel like um, that with these changes that need to happen, these wide systemic changes, there are flare-ups, like Jared mentioned earlier, that need to happen. But no matter how much you just want it to change right now, right? Let's just throw effing revolution right and just change the whole system um it i i don't know i feel like you 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 need to have these big moments right that, that i'm not saying that's wrong but somewhere in your mind you might need to know that you can't just fix this boom in two like in two weeks bam everything's just you just can't change that in society right i mean do you guys agree with that or disagree with that yeah, like I mean, a, to relate it back to like rehab, if you got something that's broken, like a bone, no matter how much you want it to change, you want it to heal, you want it to fix, it takes time. If you try to overdo it, you're going to break it. And then it's eventually, you know, it's going to heal, especially if you're doing a lot of the right things. And some of those right things may flare it up. You may try to go like after a broken leg or a torn ACL, you may try to squat too early. You may try to you may do a whole bunch of leg lifts with too much weight and you get sore and things hurt. But as long as you're taking the right steps and moving forward and doing the right things, like it's going to get better, but it is going to take time. You can't fix something that's been broken overnight. It's, it's progressive overloading. It's the same shit, right? We, we progressively have to overload the tendons when you have a tendinopathy, so you can change the structure, you can't just rub shit out. 
um, yeah, man, it's, it's Wolf's Law shit. We apply, we have to apply the stress so things will change over time. It's, we're playing the long game with this shit. We're playing the long game. Hey, this podcast episode is sponsored uh, by Wolf's Law. Wolf's Law, you take a stick, you keep whacking it at the ground, that stick will get thicker. And everybody likes a thick stick. Am I right, Dr. Adams? Hey, Ayo. Brought to you by thickstick.com. <laughs> um, oh, don't. I wish we had that domain. What would we sell? Uh, Jared, we sell I, th- I think you, I think you I know what me, we'd sell. I'm because I have to Google thickstick.com. Guys, don't. Google thickstick.com. <laughs> Too late. It's Don't. happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. I'm Jared scared. can do it, but to the listeners, don't <laughs> Google NS not suitable for work right now. Listeners. Not suitable for work. Listeners. Listeners. Uh, I got news for you. Thickstick.com is for sale. Uh, so we can, <laughs> if anybody wants to buy that domain, uh, you're going to have to fight me for it because I'm putting in my credit card info right now. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Um, has any have 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 either one of you guys been talking to yourself or your significant other or a friend or something like that? And just I don't want to say I, I talk in circles, but I'm just I'm like doing this whole thinking out loud thing, and just I I end up in this, and then I like at the end of the, the conversation, I'm like, did I? I think I moved somewhere different. I like it's hard. I'm doing these huge tangents. Is anyone else doing that, or is that just me? That everything that's going on right now that there is to talk about with current issues is that's it's the the most complicated thing to talk about. Um, if if we 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 have to have like there's people that have PhDs in this stuff, right? There's people that have PhDs in, in African-American studies, in racial inequalities, um, in gender inequality, that, that they can speak uh, succinctly and brief. I, I think we'll, we're, we keep getting better. Um, you know, there's, there's courses that you can take. There's things you can take. And, you know, again, police brutality and use of force in there, too. Um, but, yeah, I think you just have to have self-compassion with yourself when you feel like you're, you're rambling, that you are trying to break down a topic that is so nuanced is so complex it it's so deep that a five minute convo while you're drinking some coffee chatting your significant other you know that's that's a lot that's a lot to ask of a person hey can you can you can you talk about police brutality and and the history of and the plight of the black man and like can you could you give me a hard five minute set about that like while you're brushing your teeth can you do that can you do that as a white man thanks (laughs) <laughs> trace have you have you been doing this or uh, trace is a pretty level-headed cat right have, he's you, got like two phds yeah i think trace is too, have you been pretty good about like collecting your thoughts and smoothing them out i have tried i've talked to a couple different people that i feel are more informed than i am one that works in media that it is their job to you know sift through all of this information. Um, and they kind of gave me one site and then I talked to another friend 
who, you know, he, for, to use his words, he identifies as a person of color that is not black and talk through his opinion in the matter. And then I've talked to other people, but it ends up always being, like you said, it's not a short conversation. It's not something that you can just breeze through because it is a challenge to see it from all sides and there's always more information that's out there. So it's not like someone knows everything and has every point of view. Um, so yeah, I guess to sum it up, yeah, I've spent a lot of time talking about it and probably more time thinking about where I'm at in this whole gamut of things, because, you know, it's not, it's not an easy thing to think about, talk about and self-reflect on. It's hard. It takes work. It takes work. You know, as a clinician, we know we got to work on ourselves and, and improve things like our differential diagnosis skills, how we communicate with people. Same shit with, we just don't have a, we just don't have a manual uh, for this shit, right? For, for, for social justice issues, for lack of a better uh, term. But just, it's, yeah, it takes work. And like you said, it's like, again, like exercise, you can only train so much. You can only do so much philosophical um, introspective work on, on yourself on these issues. And you just need a fucking break. Like this, it's hard. You can't, you can't eat salad for every meal, every fucking day, we gotta have, we gotta have a nice uh, cheeseburger every once in a while. I, who knows where these, where this tangent's going. I have no fucking clue. Somebody <laughs> please say something before I go talking about thick sticks again. I say, I don't know what the uh, social justice equivalent of a salad is right now, but I assume that'd be a good thing. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. Yeah. We need some salads right now. We need yeah, some, maybe some leafy not greens. eating the cheeseburger, more salad. <laughs> <laughs> switch that switch that doctor recommended yep. yeah I'm glad I'm glad we were able to to touch on this man I know we got some episodes in the queue but I think this was this was important for our listeners our friends to hear and it's really really good just talking talking out loud with you guys about everything as we uh as we hope to change as we prepare for our uh, uh, election races here, as we all we all will be t- uh, trying to run for office, that's in, right. Uh, Twenty twenty one, we have a campaign going. Yeah, we're doing a. Um, there's going to be a try thing for president, by the way, for everybody. So just write us in on the ballot, duck legs podcast. <laughs> right, 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 duck legs in. That's your write in for this ballot. Write in, and we're going to do a new thing where there's not one president. There's three. Yeah. We we'll all, we all, we, we, we're three people. We rule as one. We all sleep in the same bed um, in the white <laughs> house. That's like, that's the one archaic role. That's like, Oh, do we have to do that? And they're like, yeah, you kind of have to It's one of those things where they put it in the 1920s and nobody changed it. Uh, like, okay, I guess we'll have to do it. Um, but- <laughs> if we get elected, I will be hoping that, Daddy Z comes down and takes over. Just so y'all know, I'm not sold on this. Trace is gonna start first day in office. Listen, I am making all possible contacts with. Why are having a space force? Just so you know, Trace. Why did you approve forty billion dollars in the space force? We did that. We did not talk about that. 
I whispered it in your ear while we were laying in bed. So you, you seemed like it was fine. Oh, you always know how to get me to vote on finance bills. I don't know. This, this is great. This is great. This is awesome. Who should we wrap it up and talk about talk about biz? Yep. Yep. Cool. Any any like action steps or anything you want to say as we sign off? Hey, go fuck yourselves. Nah, yeah. how about that? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Or you thought this was a sentimental podcast? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, listener. Think, think you got an opinion in here, right? Shit, that's why we do the podcast, so I can fucking hear you talk, right? Okay, what you say? Just keep driving in your car, okay? Keep driving. Look up. Keep, keep washing those dishes. Keep, keep doing. Keep folding that laundry, <laughs> you piece of. Well, what else does someone do? Hey, kid, keep running on that treadmill. Hey, hey oh, crank it up a notch. Oh, what are you? One of those people that can can lift heavy weights while you hear people talking in your ear? You fucking weirdo! Why don't you listen to some rap? Yeah, hip hop. Hip hop. So why are you listening to people talk words while you lift weights? We love you. We love you, listeners. Thank you. God damn. All right. Bye. <laughs>